COVID-19 brought business and school closings, unemployment, and the specter of eviction. How do families cope when they go through the process of losing their home? And will we see more evictions because of the coronavirus pandemic? Those are questions we asked Daniel Tannenbaum, assistant professor of economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. This is Faculty 101, Five Things About Eviction. Daniel Tannenbaum is at home in a city. He grew up in Los Angeles, went to college in New York, and did his graduate work in Chicago. Urban areas are hubs of business and productivity, but they can also be centers of poverty, where eviction is growing more commonplace. Tannenbaum and his colleagues studied court records and census data to find out more about eviction. Number one, financial trouble starts long before eviction court and lingers after action is taken. Tenants who are in eviction court are experiencing financial strain for several years leading up to, um, leading up to eviction. That financial strain sort of precedes eviction. And we do find that eviction has an effect on financial strain, that it affects tenants' access to credit. Um, we do see that. Um, we also see that it has an effect on earnings, which sort of persists but um, for, for several years. But we do see a lot of strain in the run-up to eviction court as well. So, I mean, I think one of the potential takeaways of the research is that whether tenants win or lose their eviction case in court, they're experiencing a lot of financial strain um, uh, regardless. And so that makes us think that, well, maybe policies that are targeting the eviction court setting are maybe coming too late uh, to benefit a lot of tenants um, in eviction court. But uh, obviously, a lot of research needs to be done on this topic still. Number two. In the run-up to eviction court, financial strain is evidenced by a spike in applications for payday loans. A court-ordered eviction has a lasting impact. For example, inability to get a loan for a car affects employment. We do see that a lot of financial strain precedes eviction court. Um, and we do see that, and we see a decline in earnings in the couple of years running up to eviction court. However, we do see that eviction, an eviction can deepen this decline and that earnings losses can persist for a long period of time. A court-ordered eviction negatively impacts tenants' access to credit. So we see that, for example, um, in, say, the likelihood of having an open credit card. Um, we also see it in terms of it diminishes the likelihood that they'll have an auto loan, an open auto loan. So we can see that not only does it affect, say, access to credit, but that has real consequences for consumption and people's ability to um, sort of um, to be mobile. But that's just one potential marker. We, we also see impacts on, on earnings. We haven't uh, published those or circulated those results yet, but that's something that we're, we're doing ongoing work in the census uh, data center. Number three. Policy solutions to the eviction issue could include ideas like emergency rental insurance. But you have to define a problem before you can solve it. Our goal in our research is to inform the policy debate on housing instability and urban poverty. And I think, you know, I think a lot of work remains to be done, but our work is a sort of first step at trying to understand what are the costs of eviction on families and in what dimensions do, does an eviction impact families? The very first step is measurement. That without measurement, we cannot know anything. 
you know, one of the things that we're learning is that evictions are quite common in the U.S. And so I think trying to understand what are the impacts of eviction on families is a critical input into any policy discussion of how we might want to address it. And I think, you know, the ultimate goal is to think about what are the policy levers that are available to us um, as a society to help people experiencing housing instability? And which are the appropriate levers? Well, our research, I think, is an input into that uh, discussion. Number four. While landlords may be willing to work with tenants rather than deal with empty buildings, the coronavirus pandemic could lead to an increase in evictions. The monthly rent is due every month, and the monthly rent does not know about the, the pandemic. Um, and so I think that what we've also seen is that there's a tremendous impact on employment and certain industries in particular, such as retail and entertainment and hospitality, um, are, are heavily impacted by this, by this recession. And a lot of people have lost their jobs and or have lost hours. And number five, eviction is embedded in U.S. culture, but economics research could be one way to help ease the pain. The goal of economics is to help uh, understand uh, the impact of public policy on families and to think about how to lift, for example, families out of poverty and thinking about questions uh, related to poverty. What inspired me and my co-authors to think about evictions is just how common housing instability is among uh, among families in the United States, particularly urban families and particularly minority families. Um, this is a common facet of American life and we wanted to understand the consequences of that um, and also to think about what are the policy levers that are available to try to address that and what are likely to have benefits and what are likely to sort of create unintended consequences. And I think thinking about um, housing instability and, and urban poverty is, I think, a critical question. That's Faculty 101, Five Things with Daniel Tannenbaum. Faculty 101 is produced by the University of Nebraska-Lincoln.